and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. It's episode number 57 today. We're continuing on our series of looking at every Premier League club and previewing their season to come. And today, we're on to Manchester City, of course. The reigning champions, Man City. Quite the interesting one. We did the runners-up yesterday, Liverpool. So if you haven't watched that already or listened to it, make sure to go do that first. But Man City now, a very good last campaign, obviously. Premier League champions. You can't really expect much more. But in other comp- cup competitions, where they're usually dominant, say the Carabao Cup, failed, and of course in the Champions League, were knocked out in the semi-finals by Real. So, this season, do you think that the Champions League will hinder their Premier League campaign? I don't know. Obviously, they haven't won a Champions League. They want a Champions League. Yeah. They've won, they've, they've, yeah, they've won the Premier League, what? I mean, under Pep, they've won it three times? Four, no, something like that. In, I think in the last five years they've won four of them. Which is mental. And obviously last year yeah. they were knocked out of the semis of the Champions League, semis of the Carabao Cup, semis of the FA Cup. They're going to want to do better this year in those competitions. As you said, the Carabao Cup's usually one they dominate in. I, I do think they could slip away in the cha- in the, the Premier League. It's not the Champions League Yeah, the FA focus. Cup, they, I don't know if they want that. I don't know if they care. It's a trophy <laughs> at the end of the day. And the, the big Champions League will be the big one. And I do think that could cost them. I do think that them focusing with the fixture congestion next year, if they focus on the Champions League and other competitions, it will mean that the Premier League will be hindered. And that could affect their title charge next season. Which I don't think they'll be too aggrieved if they are to win the Champions League. Yeah, exactly. If they were to get to the final and lose it, or get very far and lose it, and they've already thrown away their Prem campaign... 100%. Interesting. The thing is, I, th- I do think they've got enough of a, a strong enough team to fight on all fronts. But regardless of that, I still think there's a chance they throw everything at the UCL and yeah. play the weaker sides in the Prem and maybe throw away some easy wins here and there. Definitely. And especially with the how because obviously the fi- fixtures are usually congested across the season. Yeah. They were last season, but this season it's going to be so so congested yeah. with the World Cup coming in November. They're pretty much going to be playing Premier League, Champions League, Premier League, Champions League for a good few months. Yeah. Like there are some weeks off, but then there's Carabao Cup games to fit in there as well. So there's there's going to be a weekend game, a midweek game every single week, pretty much. Yeah. So I think Man City will prioritise the Champions League. Obviously, they won't prioritise the Carabao Cup over the Prem. That would be insane. But I do think they will play their better players in the Champions League and save them for the Champions League rather than play them in those games. Yeah. I think get teams like West Ham at the end of the day can give them a surprise. I think if there is a team that's going to have a bit of a shocking first day, it will be Man City losing to West Ham. Because West Ham have a very good losing time. Losing your first game can always offset your whole season. Because you're already three, three, you're three, three points, points behind all your three points off everyone else, at least. Um, but yeah, looking at the last five years, City have won four of the last five, uh, and then obviously in the last, well, they've won six since two thousand. Oh, sorry, since twenty eleven. So yeah, it's pretty much in the last, last decade. Yeah, they've won six. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty mental. pretty mental. But yeah, I, I do think this could be the year where they start throw away. Yeah, definitely. If they prioritise, because I think they're so desperate for that Champions League yeah. that they might forget the league. As, and as we talked about before. We've got you got Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham, and Arsenal who are all within a shout yeah. in this in the title race next season. There's going to be clubs up there to challenge them. Definitely. Should we do our squad keep or sell then? Goalkeepers: Stefan Ortega Moreno has just joined. He's going nowhere. Yeah. Edison, 
isn't leaving. Scott Carson is a f- another English. Ticks, yeah. He ticks English quota. He's fine. And then Ajinat Muric. Yeah, he's there, I guess. But goalkeepers, other than like a few clubs where the goalkeeper could be leaving or potentially a goalkeeper change is needed, you tend to be keeping the goalkeepers mm-hmm. from season to season to season. It's not a position where you frequently change it up. Which defenders then? Kyle Walker. Obviously a key. Definitely a key. Ruben Diaz. Obviously a key. John Stone. Obviously a key. Nathan Ake. Keep him for the backup. Obviously he was really? throwing it away, but... I was going to say, it looks like Chelsea is still in for him, but Chelsea could prioritise Kimpembe or Kunde potentially. Yes, they got that. I think if you get 40 mil, you've absolutely robbed Chelsea there. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. So if you're, che- if you're Man City, you sell Nathan Ake. Cancelo, who switched his number to number seven, which is really interesting yeah. because I saw a bit of a kickoff on Twitter because people have already bought Cancelo shirts, number 25, not expecting him to go to number seven, and then Man City obviously can't do anything about that, which is why you shouldn't buy players' yeah, names. Yeah, if your own fault, the, num- if the numbers haven't been released, yeah. what are you doing? I mean, that's kind of, that was their, that was the what they were um, complaining is that, um, well, what, we can't all just not buy shirts until the start of the season. And there's well, they're saying that they the number can't say we shouldn't have switched from twenty five seven. That wasn't a number you could expect to change. No, so it's not much they could do. But uh, yeah, I just uh, I don't buy a shirt with the name on no. the back until you know the numbers. And even then, Ronaldo might join and just take the number off whoever has it. So be yes. careful if you're buying a number seven. Uh, Alexander Zinchenko already like going to Arsenal. I think that's fine, but they're going to have to replace him. They've got Kukurela and well, Kaseo on that left-hand side. Kukurela does not look like he's... Well, it, it, Brian are rejecting City's offers of 30 mil. City don't want to push to the 50 mil that Brighton they, want. They might need to look elsewhere. Which I don't really understand. It's only 20 mil more. City are well within FFP, probably. Or they'll just cheat anyway if they go over yeah. it, so it's fine. Uh, on to midfielders, so then. Defenders. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm Eric Laporte, is there. Okay. They are quite weak defensively, though. It yeah. seems to be Man City's problem every That's year. That's what I'm saying. If you sell Ake, you're only looking at Laporte, Canseo, Diaz, Walker, Stones. Yeah, in centre-back options, you have Laporte, Stones, Diaz. And then so you, you turn to the likes of Wilson, Esbrand yeah, no. to be backups. Well, I think Walker will also... I think they could play three-back. Yeah. If they're bringing... Uh, especially if they're bringing Kukurea. If you play a three-back and then sell Ake, you leave one reserve centre-back. So you might want to keep Ake around. Potentially. Yeah, or at least replace him if he is to leave. Apparently they are interested in uh, Josko Gavardia yeah, I saw that from that Leipzig. So if they are just so okay, that would make yeah. sense. Uh, especially since it's pretty much the, it's the same price. Mm-hmm. You, I think you're getting a step up in quality as well. On to midfielders. Calvin Phillips, obviously, has just joined. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. I think that's a very good sign. Isn't there? Anyone criticising it? You're just wrong. It's a very. It's exactly what they did with Rodri. Fernandinho yeah. was still going to start. But they brought in Rodri to learn under him and to get minutes and then to be adjusted and acclimatised to the team in the league before Fernandinho retired. And now Rodri is a fantastic, fantastic DM and Fernandinho has left. Calvin Phillips will play a similar kind of role. He will be a little bit bit part as it starts with Rodri. But I also think on top of that, it gives him a little bit of a, an option in that, mm-hmm. uh, in that midfield. Phillips and Rodri could play together. Yeah. And then if the two are more... De- I've mentioned this in the Liverpool pod, but if the two are more defensively, it gives players like De Bruyne and Foden and Mares more creative freedom just to bomb out of the pitch. Yeah. And then if they lose out, if they lose the ball, Phillips and Roger will be there to sweep up. So I think that does give them options. Ilke Gundogan. Keep. 
I really, he had a great season fantastic, last season. Fantastic. Better the season before. Last season a little bit lackluster. But yeah, he's a really good backup. And yeah. considering they've already let Sterling and um, Jesus leave, they've already lost players. And I don't really know what formation they're going to play at this point. Yeah. You just need to hold on to <laughs> hold on to players. Anyway. Can't sell them all. No. Jack Grealish. Keep, okay, obviously. Yeah, I, th- I think you should start in the midfield. I think they could go 3-5-2. The problem is with Greenish is he has to stay, obviously, now, because they've put £100 on him. There's no way they're going to send him to anyone for more than... But I I think if you play him, if you give him regular minutes, he'll do well. I think if you put him in the midfield three with Rodri and De Bruyne, Mm -hmm. and then Haaland and Foden up top... Not bad. I think that would work very well, but I don't make decisions. Um, Pep does. Rodri, obvious key, Kevin De Bruyne, sell... Get him gone. Portsmouth, loan. Cheeky, I think he needs a season away. Uh, no, of course, keep. Bernardo Silva. Keep. Phil Foden. Keep. But on Bernardo Silva, though, if they do get an offer from Barcelona of 80 mil, if they get enough, are you not at least yeah. tempted? If they get enough money. So I think at, eight, at 80 million pounds, it's a decent deal. Yeah. Decent yeah. little deal. <clears throat> Especially since they have got so many options in the middle with Phillips, Gundogan, Grealish, Rodri, De Bruyne, and Foden all able to play there. And James McAtee coming for as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't think Vidfield is too hard to come by at Manchester City. Forwards, especially in wide areas, a little bit harder to come by. But they have got some very good strikers. Erling Haaland, Julian Alvarez. Anderson They've Key. just joined. Don't want to be going anywhere. Yeah. I think the two of them joining, though, does play into my 3 5 2 theory. Because I think Haaland and Alvarez up front together. Definitely. Interesting. Definitely. I do think, though, Alvarez will play a lot more than everyone expects. Because I don't think Haaland will get through the campaign without picking up an injury. Yeah, and if if it was similar, if we see similar scenes as to what happened with him at Dortmund, he was out for about four months last year with yeah. an injury. This league's more physical, so there is a higher risk of injury, and he's going to be playing more games. Yeah, so I don't think there is much chance of Harlan staying fit throughout the season. I think that he could have a really serious injury, which is like yeah, similar to last season. And then you see like Julian Alvarez having to start every match because after that it's Liam Delap. But I, I guess Foden's shown he can play that nine role yeah. very effectively, so there is options. Or just whack anyone there. Or De Bruyne, us. he's yeah. done that job as well. So there's de- yeah, there's definitely options. And then Riyad Mahrez is like their only natural winger left. Wow. I mean, obviously Foden's shown he can play out there, obviously and Grealish, Grealish, I guess, as Bernardo well. Silver. But I'd say he's more of an attacking no, they can all winger. They can all play wing. Yes, I know, but in terms of natural wingers, Grealish and Mara's in house left. Palmer, yeah, I mean, sure. I think a loan move, though, for Cole Palmer is what's needed. No? Oh, no, no, yeah, no. I don't like it. I don't why not? Him. I don't know. I think a loan move for Cole Palmer to a Brentford or a Fulham, perfect. Really? Yeah, okay, but top championship. Maybe Norwich? Yeah. Potentially that could work. Maybe not Watford. I was going to say, maybe not Watford. <laughs> Burnley? I don't think Burnley... I mean, to be fair, EVM. company's there now. Yeah. That yeah, left-hand side teams. with Martin and Palmer could be different gravy. Anyway, yeah, Cole Palmer, I would loan. Potentially McAtee. I'd loan as well, I think. Yeah, definitely. I think he's really up to standard to start, or at least get good minutes. And then Delap, loan as well. Yeah. He's shown he's decent, though, and he can do a job. He did well in the under-19s Euros. Yeah, Send him to a, a Fulham or something as a backup, potentially. Maybe, maybe. It could work very nicely. 
And then if they decide to do what they did with Mitrovic last time round, he'll start every match and Mitrovic will be on the bench. But alas. Uh, transfer stuff then. Jesus and Sterling have left. Yeah. So Zinchenko. Zinchenko also looked like he's going. What do you think of that? No. What do you think of Sterling and Jesus? They're losing two attacking options, replacing I... them with Haaland and Alvarez. Do you think they've done well there? Because it's, it's a, pretty much the same money. Obviously, when you look at it and you go Haaland in and Jesus out, you go, oh, that's fantastic. But I look at their depth. In that, we just did that squad keeping sale. In that forwards department, they only had Haaland, Alvarez and Mares. The, the problem is that Jesus brought versatility, which Haaland does not. Haaland will be starting through the middle every single game. Alvarez, similar fashion, cannot play in the wide areas. I know Jesus couldn't really when he joined, but he was developed over a That's few seasons. Well. They won't have that this campaign now because Alvarez can't adapt ha- that quickly. You look at Haaland and say, Jesus, you go, okay, Haaland. But then you look at, so technically they've brought in Alvarez and got to replace Sterling. They're not the same player. <laughs> Great. Just for anyone out there, if you thought Sterling and Alvarez was the exact same person, just want to clear up, they're not. No, you get on the note. Alvarez is a striker, Sterling. Yeah, a winger. no, I so they've, they've lost a winger for a backup striker. And as I said, yeah, they're, they're it's, very scarce. It's really confused me why they're not going in for another winger. Because Rafinha was available for 60 mil. That seems to me like an easy Manchester City. Snap him up. Calvin Phillips. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, unless they're planning not to play any wingers next year. That's what I'm thinking. If it's, I think, if, again, it plays into my 3 5 2. Yeah. Of them not just going, fuck it, we don't need wingers. <laughs> but then they need a centre-half, so City need to do something here. Because their squad actually, other than central midfielders, where they've got 90 of them, they've, they're really bare bones now, City. Yeah. Uh, maybe they're going to give more minutes to youth, but... Half of those 90 midfielders can play on the wing. I get that, but... If I, if, yeah, it, all it takes is an injury to Mares, an injury to Foden, and suddenly your only wide options are Bernardo Silva and... That is it. Yeah, Cole Palmer. Even Mares, if you, Mares and Harlan get injured, you've got a front three of Foden, Alvarez, Bernardo Silva, Bernardo Silva, which again good. is really strong. That's but if Foden was then to get injured, you're looking at Grealish. I, I forgot about Grealish. If Grealish was then to get injured, Cole Palmer. Maybe so that's got enough wingers. <laughs> yeah. no, I just think the depth's a little bit lacking because they're not out. They're not because also good. what we forget to say there is obviously with. With the amount of competitions they're going to be playing, if there was yeah. an injury, that player's then starting every week. Every, not, not every week, sorry. Every three days. Yeah, three, four yeah, days. Yeah, that's so that's, that is a lot that's of yeah, workload so on an individual. So they get injured and you had that front three of Foden, Alvarez, Bernardo Silva. That front three would have to rotate with Greenish, Delap, Palmer. Yeah, something like that. Which is not what you want starting in the Premier League. Obviously, I think I do think it... Bowie to that three five two because they've not got anyone who can only play on the wing other no. than Mares, and Mares was looking at leaving anyway. Yeah. So I do think they'll they'll change formations though. I think we could see the four three three times. I think we could see the three five two. But we could also see a three four three. I do think if they go three back. They're going to need a centre no centre half, especially if they sell Ake. Okay? But as you said, Josko Gavardial uh, can play in a three back as well. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Like for like replacement. I think yeah. That's fine. And I think they're getting an upgrade in quality, I'd argue. Definitely. And they'd, rip, they'd rip Chelsea off if they sold Ake for 40 million. That is, yeah, especially after Chelsea sold him for like 12. Yeah. That's transfer news then. On to some loose predictions. I'm going to say Man City will get Champions League football next year. But I don't think they'll be right at the sharp end for the tough fight. But I do think they'll be right in there for the Champions League. 
I think Supreme. I think they'll be up there and then they'll kind of fall all the way at the end because I think they'll still they'll be like Liverpool. They'll still be in every competition towards the end of next season. And rather than let yeah. what Liverpool do and let the Champions lose the Champions League, kind of, you get what I mean? I think City will fall back in the league, win, maybe go go really far in the Champions League, make, you know, get to the semis, the final, and then same in the Carroll Cup and FA Cup, and I think they'll start to fall away in the league. But as much as City are going to be focusing on the Champions League, I don't know how much that hinders them. Because you'd imagine if City are in the semis, I think Tottenham could still be in there at that point. I think Liverpool could still be in there at that point. I think Chelsea could still be in there at that point. We could see an all English semis because be I think the I think the only other team it would be horrifically dull. I think be... the only other team that's really that on the it. level of those four is Real Madrid and potentially Juventus. Yeah, and maybe Bayern, oh, but that depends on how good Mane does. I don't know why you don't think I. Answer. I just think Xavi's inexperienced. The squad is just full of mercenaries at the moment. I, I don't know. I, don't I think know. Lewandowski changes a lot. Because Aubameyang is meh. You've got a front three of Fatty, Lewandowski and Rafinha. I also don't think they know their best... I forgot about Rafinha as well. But I don't think they know their best front three. You've got midfield Because there's going to be so many... There's going to be such what? disgruntlement in that Pedri, team. Pedri, Kessi and Gabby. Or Busquets. Or anyone. It'll be Kessi, yeah, Pedri, Gabby. Exactly. What Frankie, if he stays... If Frank Young, if he stays... I, I, yeah, it's I agree. Nice. It's a good it's team. Very nice. I just don't think they're ready yet to go for a Champions League. We'll find out. Then. We we will indeed. It, it might be that Real Madrid go find the Champions League and Barca win the La Liga. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. I just I still think that Real side's stronger than the Barca team, yeah. and they've lost. But you talk well, about not lost anyone this year. But I still think that Real would beat Tottenham. I don't. Liverpool. I really don't think. I, I think it'd be very close. I think if you look at that Tottenham team and the manager they currently have, I think it's a very Conte's close game. Conte's not on the Champions League, right? Conte's not. And that's why I think he will push harder for the Champions League than the Premier League. I, I, I know, but... He's won the Premier League with Chelsea. He has. Uh, like, as much as it would be nice to obviously for Tottenham... against the likes of Ancelotti, nice who's Champions won it League. five times. Tuchel, who knows how to win it with that Chelsea team. Klopp, who's won it with that Liverpool team. Yeah, but I, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I just think that Tottenham side is really strong. Uh, Tottenham, yeah, but I look at them. Who and uh, how many of them played? I mean, obviously some of them were there. For the I was going to say they were all there they in 2019. Battered in. <laughs> Mr. Sissoko. That, that was only one. Pin- it was the most dull and final ever. That was dreadful. Other than we've all had the some, other recent finals. We've had some... Re- to be fair, last year's was probably the best one we've seen. In, the last in recent history, yeah. So Since yeah, Chelsea City, Liverpool Real in 2020, Chelsea City is the only one that came close exactly. to the 2019, 2018 final. Sorry, Ch- Liverpool Real. Chelsea City. Obviously, as Chelsea fans, it was great, but... It was a dull game. It was a dull game. It was a pretty dull game. Tottenham, Liverpool, might as well turn off after the fifth PSG minute. Bayern are just two clubs PSG. no one gives a toss about. They're just two teams that dominate their domestic league. Yeah. They've won them by February, and then they can focus hard on the Champions League. Yeah, 2018. Round Liverpool always give us the best final. But also, I want Chelsea to be there, would it? But yeah, City, I think they'll be up in their Champions League and fall off in the Prem. Interesting. I'm yeah. I think they'll get Champions League football. I think they could finish around fourth or third or fourth. I don't know if you asked about that. I think Guardiola will win the Prem. Off he pops. Yeah. Sorry, win the Champions League. Off he goes. I, I think that's the one thing he now wants to win at City. Yeah. And then that's that's it for him. And I don't know. I think he could do another season, but I I don't know. And then you look at who replaces him. But that's 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 for in a year's time. Yeah. 
when City are thrown away the Champions League again and Guardiola still yeah, there for another league. season. <laughs> yeah, because they've bottled the Prem as well. Yeah. So hard. They've bottled it so hard they've ended up in the Europa League. No, they should go win the Bangkok century. <laughs> as long as they win that, they're alright. They weren't even in it this year, so I'd argue they're horrific. Yeah. <laughs> Little for the finish runners up to United because United have that Bangkok century cup record to go off. Right. That's all for today for the Manchester City episode. Tomorrow will be Manchester United. A very interesting episode indeed. Mm. So, Man City fans, obviously, <laughs> make, yeah. make sure to join us there where you can uh, hear us slate another Manchester club. But <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're slating Man City, but Man United. Yes. Let's see what happens in that one. Anyway, that is all for today. If you're listening on Spotify, head on over to YouTube, get involved, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell. Just hit everything you see that looks like it can do good things. And if you're on YouTube, head over to the Spotify and do the same. There's loads of fun buttons on there. You've got downloads, you've got add to episodes. I don't really know what they do. Follow but the podcast. We've got a thousand downloads now on Spotify, yeah. which is a really, really good achievement. We've got listeners in like 16 different countries. That's pretty fun. So if you are a listener that's, you know, not from one of the 16 countries, that's <laughs> over there, get involved. <laughs> but yeah, that is all for today. Thank you all very much for watching, and we'll see you next time. See ya.